Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Stokes flashes it away through the covers for four, and England have won the match. Hello, welcome to the Analyst Inside Cricket. A look back at the fourth day's play in the fourth test from the Oval. A beautiful day at the Oval, and this game keeps on giving, doesn't it? Because you know, after a couple of days, it looked like it was going to be a shortened affair, a seamer-dominated affair. But now uh, uh, India have, have fought back superbly. In fact, the, the balance of power has shifted one way and then the other. Classic test cricket. And now all results possible with the last day in prospect. A sellout crowd at the Oval expected. And you know, they know their cricket, don't they? Because it, it's really tantalisingly set up with England 77 for none, 291 more required for victory. It will be the highest ever run chase they would have achieved in their history, successful run chase. But actually, looking at that pitch, I reckon they could do it. What do you think? Well, this has been a brilliant LV Insurance test series and a, and a brilliant LV Insurance test match. And it, it, it's been a, a match worthy of the series, really. I, I mean, it has gone one way and then the other. And so, so is this game. The, the series has done that. And, and, and so is this test match. And I don't think anyone can sort of sit here tonight and say equivocally which way this game is going to go. You can make a case for... Well, almost all four results. You, you can certainly make a case for perhaps the, the draw. I looked, looked on the on the markets, and the draw looks to be the favourite. And you can sort of understand it with this pitch as well, because if England were to lose two or three wickets in in pursuit reasonably early on uh, tomorrow, I think the pitch is flat enough for players to bat long and, and, not, and not necessarily go for it. You know, you, 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 England might retrench. They might say, well, actually, it's, it's too far ahead, too many runs to get, and they might sort of sit in a bit. And I think you can stay in. Of course, that brings its problems, doesn't it? If you, Sometimes if you're too defensive, you know, you, 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 you get men around the bat and you, there might be a catcher there that, you, that wouldn't normally be there if you were scoring reasonably freely. But that partnership between Hamid and Burns tonight has certainly given England a chance. I think when they started off 368 of a long, 
long, long way ahead. But 77 for no wicket. So under 300 to win on the final day. It will, Of course, it, it won't be easy. But... You know, it's one of those situations where we've we've seen teams chase much bigger scores recently than in in the distant past. Mm. Where you say, "Oh, you, yeah. you can't get those runs. You can't get those runs. It's too many." But we saw it headingly. Okay, that was Stokes inspired, and it was a bit of a freak in a way with that last wicket partnership. I I, I think probably if I had to sort of you know really nail my colours to one result, I would probably say oh, probably the draw, probably the draw well, with India. Well, well, the, the betting agencies, well, the betting agencies would agree with you there, because uh, here's our who's winning graphic, and the draw has come back from sort of a bit of a dead uh, prospect, certainly a couple of days ago, and even actually sort of after tea today, the draw was still the least likely. Now it's the most likely, with a potential draw of about forty-eight percent, something like that, and India and England fairly neck and neck. At about twenty-five percent, so it's uh, it's fascinating. India just slightly uh, shade it at the moment. They're more like twenty-eight percent, and England about twenty-four, something like that, twenty-five, and the draw around about nearly fifty percent. So it, it's interesting, isn't it? I, my feeling, and, and and actually, by the way, you know, I we should just look at this overall graphic today. Those of you who are watching on video, and by the way, the video is available on the Cricketer website at thecricketer.com as part of our Test Match Series coverage. It's a big sort of LV insurance uh, area of the website and this graphic will be there as part of this video. And, you know, it's fascinating to watch, say, the red line of England starting a little bit below India at the beginning of the match, climbing very high when they bowled India out for 191 and then got a lead of 100. And, and then suddenly sort of plummeting down as India have fought back in the second innings and that big second inning score that they achieved, giving them uh, hopes of, of victory, which has now been dashed by, or at least dented, by England's excellent opening partnership today. So it's been one of those classic test matches where it has ebbed and flowed and the balance of power has shifted quite dramatically and it's still anybody's call. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. If you look at that graphic, I know you've taken it off the screen. If you look at the graph, the draw has been third favourite throughout the game and, and consistently and, you know, quite a quite long odds throughout the game. And then around about tea time today, or just after tea today, with when Hamid and Burns got stuck in, you know, it, it's gradually come up. It's a sort of sharp, uh, you know, upward incline. And now it is the favourite. But I think what what's, what's really good is that, the three main results, because you know there is a tie as well, which I mean, goodness me, if we have a tie tomorrow, what a day we're going to have! But the three main results, draw, India, or England, are all really close together, and that is perfect for the final day of a Test match. I mean, it's 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 the perfect storm or whatever, the perfect summer's day. A storm actually probably is the right wrong uh, phrase to use because uh, it, it it's set up so well for the final day. It's it's going to be sunny, fantastic weather. Every ticket has been sold. The series is level at 1-1 and you don't know who's going to win the game or whether it's going to be a draw. I mean, it's, 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 it's absolutely brilliant. It's, it's wonderful for, for Test Cricket. It's wonderful for cricket in this country. And, you know, and all those you know, watching and following in India as well, they'll be you know, avidly following the, the final day. When England started off... Uh, 368 to win. You thought, you know, not much chance. I actually said to Chris Wokes, I spoke to Chris Wokes afterwards, and I said, first question was to him was, when you started your second innings, if I'd offered you a draw, would you have taken it? And he sort of paused and chuckled for a moment. He said, oh, 
didn't think you could ask me that question. So it was like so quite, you know, sort of rather took took him off off guard, really. But I mean, obviously, he wanted to praise how well Hamid and, and Burns had played, and what, of course, what that's done is it's 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 tantalising, isn't it, for England? It's given them the a, a sniff of a victory where I think probably at the start, you know, they might have thought three sixty eight even on a flat pitch. Yeah, we we take a draw from here, but now you're starting to think. Mm, yeah, it, it it is on. And Chris Wake said, you know, if we bat deep tomorrow, then you know it is it is a possibility, especially with the pitch being so good. And he would know because he was out there for 148.2 overs of absolute toil and grind. It was really hard work. Although you know we we talked about the fluctuating fluctuating nature of the game. Wokes chipped in with two quick wickets this morning. Then Coley went, and England you know, suddenly it was six, it was six down, and at just over two hundred ahead. You thought, hold on a second, England are right back in this after their tough day on the on the third day. It just but it does show how quickly the game can change with the ball. And I think that's that's the the thing we need to focus on tomorrow. You know, India are very capable of you know, rushing through two or three quick wickets and just changes the game completely. Hmm. I must admit, I have never seen a pitch. In England, so unblemished after four days of Test cricket, you know there's hardly a mark on it. You can hardly see any of the run-ups. There's a little bit of rough that the that Jadeja can aim into, but it generally hasn't cut up nearly as much as any pitch I've ever seen in England. I don't know why that is. Um, good good opportunity, perhaps, to chat to Lee tomorrow, the groundsman at the Oval, and find out what particular preparation he used he just left it a little bit green at the start and sometimes when you do that the ball dints and creates uneven bounce as the match wears on and those little dents harden up but it wasn't soft enough for that to happen so it's just been a superb surface which hasn't deteriorated very much at all you can see the ball is still in good condition it's not starting to scuff up to create reverse swing which sometimes happens at the oval late in the season especially Uh, the outfield very lush so that's obviously helping to keep the ball in good condition it hasn't swung very much uh, for the bowlers generally after the first day Uh, so I think it's, it's one of those pitches that you dream of batting on it's got a lovely even bounce very little ball deliveries have misbehaved and the only real threat has come from Jadeja throwing it into the rough which will be hard for, for Rory Burns. It'll be a little bit hard for, for David Milan when he gets to the wicket, two left-handers. But f- actually, not, not much of a problem for the right-handers. So uh, they're going to have it the hardest, Burns, Milan, and perhaps Moen late, later on. Uh, England's right-handers have got nothing really to fear, I don't think. No, I mean you, you mentioned about the sometimes the, 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 when the pitch starts a little bit damp, the, the, the ball just takes a, a divot out and leaves a divot, and then it crumbles later in the match, and it can become a bit uneven. I spoke to Mark Butcher while I was having my lunch today, and Butcher, of course, played a lot of cricket at the Oval, and he said that pitch is flat. And I said, are there any of those little dip, uh, dip, divots in it? You know, blemishes. And he said, no, there aren't. There, there you know, one or two, but really not not very much, which is which is a huge. A plus for England when you consider, you know, they're having to obviously have to bat last on on, on the fifth day. Just on Jadeja, I mean, India, they would love that. You know, remember those, those substitutions you could have in the, they experimented with them in, in one day cricket uh, for a bit where you could make a super sub and it, it didn't last very long. I mean, if Kohli could make a, a change to his bowling lineup, God, he'd have Ashwin in, wouldn't he? Um, uh, you know, and, and England we I said think, would, this at the start, yeah, though, didn't yeah, we, actually? Yeah. 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 England would fear Ashwin on the final day. Jadeja, uh, he has got a good test record, but they've just looked to be a little bit of a lack of 
Guile, I was on with Tuffers uh, towards the end, and he said, just he just hasn't quite got that loop, you know, mm. it's, all, it's mm. a bit fired in, okay, he's firing it into the rough. Hasn't quite worked for him so far. He was either a bit too full or a bit too short. It was a bit of a mixed bag. And yeah, there is pressure, mm. uh, especially on Burns, the left-hander, but there wasn't a huge threat uh, from, mm. from Ravi Jadeja. Perhaps, you know, tomorrow's another day and he might come out and he might win the game for, Eng for India. And, and actually, you know, he's going to need support probably on the odd pitch like this. You know, it's, it's probably, I don't know, it's probably not a day when he's going to come out and take six for He might take his, his goal tomorrow would be to say, can he take three? Can he take three for and the rest yeah. support him, the likes of, of Bumrah, and, and get, you know, get through England's batting order. But um, anyway, it's funny, isn't it, how we, we talked about the fallibility of these two uh, batting lineups. India come out today and completing innings of 466. And we're talking about the prospect of England chasing their, their record ever their run chase, mm. uh, to topping yeah. what they achieved at Headingley. I, I, but but it, it is to do with the pitch. And we've said actually all along, I think the, the pitch did that much in the first innings, but it just did enough. And the bowlers were very good and, you know, the precision and the, their, their plans are very, very meticulously worked out. And there's a few batsmen who are struggling. But as the match has worn on, the pitch has flattened and it, 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 it hasn't done anything. So all the results are feasible. And I I don't, think England will ever have a better chance to chase the, their record target in a, in a test match. 362, of course, was the record before that, which you called the final ball on, didn't you? In fact, it's in our uh, opening titles, uh, that great match at Headingley a couple of years ago, Ben Stokes hitting the winning runs there, 362 for nine. <laughs> Could this be another one like that? And well, and will you be on commentary? Well, well, I don't know. It depends on the road. It depends on the timing of all these things. But uh, yeah, I mean, that that was a bit of a freak in, in in a way, wasn't it? That that match because of the, of the last wicket stand, that substantial last wicket stand, and, and and Ben Stokes played, you know, one of the, I mean, one of the innings of the, of the decade innings of the century, really. I mean, unbelievable innings. It just shows you how brilliantly you have to play, uh, to, to win from this distance. That's why I think you know, England's still third favourites in this game. I think draw India England is is how I see it, and I think actually the the odds uh, bear that out. I think that's how a lot a lot of people see it. But we have seen teams chase down. Sri Lanka did it, didn't they? In in South Africa as well. In in Durban, a remarkable chase. Uh, you know, it, it, as good as the one that England uh, produced at Headingley with that, an amazing last wicket stand there. That there, there have been higher chases. It might be it might be one day cricket that, that's done that. You know, that the teams realise they can chase uh, bigger totals now. And it's it's transferred to Test cricket. Perhaps Test pitches aren't deteriorating generally as, as much as they as they used to. That might be a, another factor. Um, but whatever it is, it you know it is happening. And you're you're right. I think on this oval surface, it is benign. It's a benign conditions. I saw Michael Holding in the corridor uh, today. Michael, mm. of course, in 1976, he took out the pitch, didn't he? We took those 14 wickets. I mean, that was flat. That pitch, that Test match, mm. way back when we took 14 wickets. I said. Oh, they need they need you. They need someone like you, Michael. And he said, "Well, there's just no, there's nothing there, is there? There's not, not even any swing." Um, yes, so. in fact, on commentary, he was asked how he would bowl on this, and he said, "Well, yeah, I'll take the pitch out of the equation a bit. You know, try a few bouncers, a few Yorkers, uh, keep plugging away. But in the end, I think I might just pull a muscle and go off." <laughs> so I think that's uh, that's quite a shrewd uh, analysis, really. The town of Rugby isn't usually associated with our game, but there's a cricket club in the town doing great work. 
Rugby CC, and they are the next club we're profiling following their grant from LB Insurance and the ECB's £1 million Fund for Runs community initiative. As the only cricket club in the town, they've built up a popular club and already have a strong youth set up for boys. They are now focusing on investing time and energy into the girls' game with the aim of creating a full community club with an offering for all, regardless of gender. The grant from Funds for Runs will go a long way into helping them reach the goal and put cricket on the map in rugby. So we should consider uh, who wins uh, the In With Heart Award, the LB Insurance In With Heart Award today. And uh, there's one or two candidates. I mean, certainly all those uh, hard-working England bowlers. Uh, Chris Wokes, the most successful with his three-fer, but they all bowled well. Certainly Wokes, Anderson and and Robinson all bowled over 30 overs. I, I just feel tired even looking at those figures. Uh, just the, the foot soreness of ploughing away for 30 overs on that on that lifeless pitch. It's just, uh, I'm just so glad I don't do it anymore. Uh, but who else? Uh, Batting-wise, Coley battled it out. Um, some, a good lower order stand between um, Shardle Tucker and uh, Pant and others. So who do you give it to today? Well, I'm going to go for Rishabh Pant, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because w- when he came to the crease, India suddenly were, were tottering. They were, you know, they were when he was batting. They were six down and just over 200 ahead, as I mentioned earlier. And he, what he didn't do today was play one, two or three outrageous shots where he just comes down the pitch and plays a huge hoik. He gave himself a chance, and I wonder whether this is how he's got the bat in the future because he's good enough to to play. He's, he's good enough to play. He's got enough shots. His defence is solid enough. And he showed today, in these conditions, a really level head. And he made a half century. It took him uh, 105 balls. And that stand with Shardor Taka uh, seemed to take the game away from England. It's given India a great opportunity in this test match. Whereas at one point, they were just tottering, despite their excellent day yesterday. So I think for, for just reining himself in... Uh, I'm, we, we should give it to Rishabh Pant today. It is a sort of in with heart award. It is about sort of determination and, and, and playing slightly differently. So I think Rishabh mm. Pant wins it. He was so frustrated to get out because he'd done so much hard work. I think he sensed, right, I've got my 50. You know, I've really battled hard for 50. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've worked through it. I've, I've sort of I've controlled my demons. And then he had a, a big drive at Moen, was caught and bowled. He, he had to. Dr- I don't think I've seen a batsman leave the ground so slowly for so long. He had to drag himself off. He was hugely frustrated, and it was the it was the lift England uh, needed, of course, as well. And, and Tucker was out just before, um, but he, he played well today. And perhaps there's a sort of lesson for him there. You know, those those are the signposts for the future. He's such a talented player. Um, in a way, it'll be frustrating. It'll be disappointing to see him play within himself in, in future because I just, you just love his unpredictability. But if it, if it keeps failing then you know you have to have another plan a bit like Donny did I mean Donny used to play lots of shots when he first started and then he they changed his approach and it worked really successfully for him especially in, I mean one day cricket he was absolutely killer wasn't he but you know even in test cricket as well he was uh, you know a, a success after being a, not exactly a walking wicket but you you could get him out quite quite easily to, uh, in his early days of test cricket he'd give you too many chances really so uh, well done Richard Pant yeah yeah well done Richard Pant what, what about England's bowlers uh, you know we talk about not so much the, the ashes coming up in a couple of months but actually the fourth test whether they need something a little bit different because that four-pronged fast bowling attack is a bit samey they're all around about the same pace and while it works if the pitch is helpful it looks a little bit monotonous and repetitive if there's nothing in the pitch. 
And I, I actually, uh, I chatted a bit to Stuart Broad yesterday, uh, who's on holiday. So we had a bit of a text exchange and I wrote this piece about Wobble Seam. And he talked about the, the, the advent of the Wobble Seam delivery being the kind of the phenomenon that's happening around at the moment and that bowlers tend to focus now on the wobble seam, certainly in the first 10 overs, because the ball doesn't swing until the lacquer comes off. So with the new ball, they're looking to bowl wobble seam for two reasons. One, there's not much swing to be had quite often. And secondly, to get swing, you need to pitch it full. And that could be a half volley, whereas wobble seam you can get from a good length. And the batsman doesn't know which way it's going either. There are less clues. So Broad was talking about uh, it, it being a, a very popular phenomenon. He says, swing for show, but wobble for dough. And I think most of the wickets that England have taken in this test series, or certainly this match, have been with the wobble seam. But the trouble is, if there's nothing in the pitch at all, it's not moving, you need something else. And that something is probably pace, i.e. wood. So you'd love to be able to sort of have that four-pronged seam attack when it's doing a bit and then substitute one of them for Mark Wood in the second innings. Mm. That's why Test Creek is such an interesting game, is it? Because you've got to lay your cards on the table before the match. You know, India would love to have Ashwin now. England would probably love to have had Wood at some times uh, in, the, in the second innings. I'm absolutely certain that Wood is going to play at Old Trafford, as long as he's fit. And he was out there bowling at today roaring in uh, he, he said he's had a problem with throwing isn't he I think his bowling is fine he's just it's like problem with throwing but I'm sure he's going to play at Old Trafford England are going to have to just mix it up a little bit you know back to back to back test matches and you mentioned the, the you know, some of the bowlers have bought a lot of overs so you know what, what are they going to do they you know they're going to have to see where they are see where they're in that red zone uh, in the next uh, few days um, uh, will Jimmy Anderson play I mean you feel you've, England will want him to play of course they will but is it, is it risking injury he's, you know, he's bought a lot of overs mm. in, in a, a quick space of time and he, what did he bowl in this second innings 33 overs 33. he bowled yeah. in, in the second mm. innings where Robinson bowled mm. 32 Wokes on his comeback bowled 32 so 47 overs in the match on your comeback uh, you know when you haven't bowled very much uh, you know he said oh yeah the body the body's feeling a little bit sore I am I'm not surprised you know it's very easy to sit here and say oh well you know they get paid they get well paid and all that but you you can't pay a body to recover it's, you know, <laughs> your body does what no. you know you can be fit and all that sort of thing but you can't have much money you earn you can't pay it to recover and you, what you don't want is to, is to is to get injured is that balance anyway well the, the the medical team will have to sort all that out but first things first we're looking at the old travel first things first we've got an absolute uh, cracker of a day uh, one th- one person we haven't really mentioned today actually we should do is Shardul Taka another fine innings from him I mean Rishabh Pant wouldn't have been anywhere without that that, that 60 from Shardul Tucker and that stand of 116 for the seventh wicket and the other point to make as well I think is when we saw Umash Yadav and Jasprit Bumrah put together their partnership because India put on 52 for the last two wickets. I just thought, aye, aye, you know, okay, we know this pitch is flat, but if they can make it look easy, then I just wonder what could be around the corner for England, certainly in terms of a draw, you know, in terms of of not being dislodged in that second innings. um, You know, it's possible. And Burns and Hamid put that into context. We talked about uh, Rishabh Pant is our in-with-heart winner today, but I think Hamid could, you know, could easily have won it as well. I mean, you know, they've been in the field for 148 overs, and it's really tough for those openers, and they, they came out and played splendidly, you know, and they, settled, they just settled everything down and just sensed mm. the crowd batting with them, you know, in those closing overs, getting to the close, but they've got to come back and uh, do it all tomorrow, and there's still a heck of a lot to do 
on this uh, final day. Yeah. Two ninety one yeah, to win yeah. from ninety overs. Mm, I mean, it's just beautifully set up, isn't it? And and that's a really good point about the dedication of the openers and the the stamina they had. They showed at the end there to to sort of survive that spell and actually get the runs on the board as well. So ninety overs to go, two hundred ninety odd to win, three and over. It's definitely doable. And, uh, well, we, we're very interested to see what happens. Obviously, so will a, a capacity crowd of 25,000 tomorrow. We'll be amongst them and we'll report back tomorrow night to tell you what happened. See you then. Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over a hundred social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.